Welcome back to Top Ducks. Today we will be talking about anthropomorphic media. So before we get started, um, I wanted to introduce Whiplash, as always, the succubus of this wonderful podcast. As you already know, for sure. As thy, I yes. am the <laughs> angel. <laughs> I completely messed yeah. up that sentence. You are the angel, Whatever. I am the succubus. That is the truth of this entire program. You are I the good, the I am the evil. I am the Satanist. Wait, that makes no sense. <laughs> I'm the demon. I'm the demon. You're the angel. There we go. A succubus is a demon, yes. To be fair, our colors match too. Blue, I feel like, is a good color. Red usually means evil. <laughs> ah, perfect harmony. It's like yin and yang. Exactly. Perfect chemistry. That's what makes this podcast work. Yeah, my, my yin to my yang. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go. All right. Okay, wait, you're um, anthropomorphic in media. Or, in other terms, how you became a furry. Yeah, we're going to bring back the whole I am a furry because of anthropomorphic media. It is just the truth, honestly. Let's be honest. <laughs> like, That's 100% the truth for every furry. It's like, I wonder always who thought of the first anthropomorphic animal and who thought it was a good idea. It's like, who had that idea? And did they ever think in the future that there was going to be people who made an entire fandom around that kind of... Charism... Fuck, I can't, I can't speak. That character, pretty much, just around those ideas. Probably not, because I feel like it was for... Uh, Mickey Mouse. There were other cartoon creations, but Mickey Mouse made it the biggest. I don't know, it's interesting, but go ahead. I would say I could have done my research on that. There will be definitely some improvement on the topics of research. I would say, yes, there is more than just Mickey Mouse. Probably somebody way before Mickey Mouse. As to who, I have no idea. Also, your leg is looking up like you're about to pee on a fire hydrant. There you go. <laughs> you good? Oh, I have my mic off. Okay, so... Oh my god. <laughs> okay, we're gonna say, on this series of anthropomorphic media... Because I feel like this could be definitely a multiple, multiple media or multiple episode. We are going to find out who is the original furry, and we're going to do lots of studies on them to see what them, what made them come up with the ideas for anthropomorphic creature that was walk could walk like an animal but have animal char characteristics. There we go. Yeah. So, welcome everyone as we deep dive into. Furries. <laughs> I kind of feel like we are a news pod, like podcast, trying to explain the weather or something. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but uh, I would say Disney was probably the furthest that, to our knowledge, they began with that, with Mickey Mouse. That's as far as I know. I don't know anything other than that. 
I remember I remember there being something before Mickey Mouse. I can't remember the character's name because back in was it high school or college? There was some there was a class I was in that took a look into future like the well, not future but the history of animation. I cannot remember the person or the animal it was, but I think it was a cat. I think it was oh was it Milo? What his name was Milo? Because there was one before Mickey Mouse that was a, a cat. Felix the cat. Yeah. That's what it Felix. Yes, that's Felix what it the is. cat. There we go. I think that's the furthest I remember, but I'm sure there's something further than that. We just don't know, or it has not been dug up, or has not been found yet in history. But definitely, we wouldn't be where we are now without Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse. And Steamboat Willie, which was the first episode or first cartoon ever shown and drawn, is what made animation popular, as we all know, and made animals yes. for or anthropomorphic for animals popular. Such an interesting thing that the first famous animal character is a mouse. It's a rodent. Ironically. We do not have a lot of rodents in the furry community. We don't actually. And to be fair, I like mice. Uh, mice are cute, especially when they're anthropomorphized. There we go. Let me tell you about one mouse I do know. Which one is that? It's Reggie. Huh? Oh, the... <laughs> <laughs> who, do who doesn't know Red? Who doesn't? There we go. Yeah, <laughs> Reggie is the other mouse, and if you don't know Reggie, um, we won't not say anything. Do it, just just look do it, it up. Do it, do it on your own time, and make sure you're in private. <laughs> if you have don't VPN, want to publicize that would yourself with that. VPN. VPN. I mean, <laughs> we're not sponsored by that. Not a sponsor. We're just it. <laughs> I wish we were though. Oh my god! <laughs> but. Okay, yeah, yes, Reggie is the other mouse. Uh, there's a few other ones, I can't remember their names, but yes. So the first mouse, first first furry was a mouse. Then we're gonna add in to the fact that he added Goofy, which I don't even know what Goofy is. Is he supposed to be a hound? Um, I... I don't know. He, I know he is a canine of some sort. I thought Donald Duck came next, not Goofy. I don't know for sure. Okay, well, the fact is, it's a mouse, it's a duck, it's possibly a hound. Is there any other animals? It's also interesting to me that in the Mickey Mouse universe that you have Pluto and then you have Goofy. You see, when I started watching anthropomorphic shows, it didn't start off just being um, animals with char human characteristics. Like, they couldn't walk on their two legs. I started with uh, Scooby-Doo, the original Scooby-Doo from the 1960s. <sighs> Ah, original Scooby-Doo. I love Scooby-Doo. I always love Scooby-Doo. Every episode, I would watch it. My favorite episode was the... I can't remember the, exactly what the episode name was. I do remember that it involved a ghost. Like, the spooky ghost that had that very interesting laugh. Almost sounded like the Joker. Oh, That was my favorite episode. Okay, I, I remember that now. Um, it's been such a hot minute since I've watched any of the Scooby-Doo's, but I remember watching the entirety of um, the original Scooby-Doo's. Um, my grandparents had Satellite Dish, and they had the Boomerang Network, which was a thing back then. 
and it used to showcase all the old like Hanna-Barbera cartoons like Scooby-Doo. Uh, Fred Flintstone or the Flintstones. Uh, Jetson, George Jetson, Jetsons, that's what it's called. And a few of the things that she made. So I used to like rewatch Scooby-Doo on there all the time because they only would play the original ones. The Looney Tunes were also on Boomerang. Oh, that's right. Looney Tunes. I, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I forgot about that. Looney Tunes. Actually, that came out like what? A few years? No. How long has Looney Tunes been out for? I would say like maybe around the 70s. Maybe early, no, no, late seventies. That's uh, the most rough answer I can give you. <laughs> I, I can say this right now: this like thirties or forties is when Looney Tunes came out. Oh, okay. Mickey Mouse was like twenties. That's why I'm like thinking. I just came here like digs. Okay, well, I forgot. The Google machines in my hand. Let's take a look and see when they came out. Uh, Looney Tune. <laughs> this is great to do this on. Let's see, God, how to tunes? Okay, Looney Tunes original. Fuck, when they come out. Okay, original air date. There you go. Original air date. There we go. Ah, uh, yeah, April nineteenth, nineteen thirty. Wow, a very long time. Yeah, two days after my birthday. <laughs> Two days after my birthdays and 65 years before I was even born. <laughs> Imagine, it's going to be eight years since the Looney Tunes have been around for a century. I, I know, right? It's so weird to think about it. And then they had oh, Lola, yeah. Lola Bunny to the Space Jam movie. I feel like that movie is what helped a lot of furries. I don't know, that's when I discovered there was something wrong with me when I was... Something wrong with you when, yeah, when uh, Lola came out of the locker room. In a seductive female pose with a basketball spinning in her hand. I can't believe <laughs> that was nice. still a kid's movie. But the 90s were different, man. The 90s were very different. Okay, uh, do you remember that movie called Airplane back in the eight, 1980s? Yes, I love that movie. Yes, and how it was PG, but there was just like bare breasts shown into it. <laughs> I do remember uh, that. PG movies... Okay, there was no PG-13 back in the day, but... Rating systems were completely okay. Trackers, Com rating systems were completely different back in the day, to say the least. So, I feel like a rated G movie now is okay. A rated G movie now would possibly be considered a uh, what's like the most kid rated age limit it is. Okay, wait, wait, say now, no, no, okay, wait, G back then. Would be considered PG now. Even PG now, or then, would be PG-13 now. Then rated R then watch, would probably be NC-17 now, more likely. If you were to watch The Goonies in today's... I love The Goonies. PG-13 for sure. a PG-13, but at that time, it was PG. Yeah. It's a weird time lapse. <laughs> Astley would be a PG-13 movie. It's just a good movie, though, as well. Mm -hmm. uh, what other movies? There's so many movies. Okay, let's talk about um, the first anthropomorphic or somewhat like anthropomorphic TV show that we watched or we played a video game in. The first anthropomorphic TV show I watched started with Bambi. And then it went on from Bambi. there. Bambi. 
Yes. Bambi. Oh, what was my first one? Does Barney the dinosaur count? <laughs> I mean, yes, technically it does. Oh, God. I don't want that to be the first one, but technically I watched that as a kid. It does count, yes. He is oh, an God, animal. I hate Barney so much. Barney is a terrifying creature that shouldn't exist and only gives kids nightmares. And sounds like you were what you would expect someone who likes little children to sound like. It doesn't surprise me that there's like a creepy pasta game about him. Exactly. It also makes sense that the guy who was actually in the suit of Barney and Dinosaur was high off crack the entire time. But I heard about. I didn't know how true it was. <laughs> very true. <laughs> it was very, very true. I feel like to play Barney, you'd have to do something to keep, keep yourself from going insane. Because having a sound like that, being a giant pink dinosaur that shapes like a um, phallic shape, to say the least. Um, yeah, you know what? Drugs make sense in that aspect. <laughs> no, body, stay up. Yes. I am very concerned about where he's going with this. <laughs> I know I'm done. That's just the fact that I feel like to oh. play Barney, like <laughs> drugs make sense for that aspect. Uh, you have Sesame Street. Technically, is it? I don't I know if those are considered animals. Sometimes. Big Bird. Big Bird's an animal. The, yes. Big ass chicken. <laughs> yes. Big ass chicken. Mother a giraffe sometimes. I probably so because geez, I feel like Big Bird could feel like an entire like street full of families <laughs> that's very that's weird to think of but uh elmo is a rag let's be honest elmo i don't even know what elmo is honestly so but the other creatures your imagination yes yes what other creatures are in elmo you have oscar you have oscars i don't know what oscar is <laughs> Maybe Sesame Street think, wasn't a good example. Yeah, yeah. Besides, Big that was Bird. the other kid show. Uh, Land Before Time. Um, the Land they could speak. Time. Yes. They could speak, but they didn't walk on two legs. That was a really I good. Remember, that I was remember a that good show and movie. I, no, well, God, I started with the movie, and it was so sad. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> who was that? Don Bluth. That's who it was. Don Bluth is the one that created that. That is such a good um, series, though. I yeah, they're the one... still making movies for the Lambo before time. Are they? I don't know. Actually, yes. that's a good question. I believe that. Well, are. I'm I'm just old now. I'm never gonna have kids, so I'll never see another one in my life. But I remember the Lambo before time at least. It was a really good show or no, movie. Was it a my show? My favorite. Hmm. I was I was gonna let you finish. Did you want to say something? Nah, nah go okay. ahead. Okay. You don't have to whisper. We're live. <laughs> I know. Still. My favorite anthropomorphic movie is Balto. By heart, I will never get tired of Balto. Oh, yeah, Balto. Oh, that's right. God, I no, forgot I about Balto. Balto. It's, been a while. it's been a hot minute since I've seen the movie, alright? You have Balto, you have Lady in the Tramp, you have technically... Totally. 
I mean, it makes sense because uh, I'm the one that gets all the bitches anyways. <laughs> but let's see. Um, uh, <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, Lady and the Tramp. I will say this. Technically, what's the key? Beauty and the Beast. The Beast technically is an anthropomorphic monster. Yes. Yes, it is. Yes. Yes. So, uh, that, you have Dalmatians 101. Um, what else? That's a good movie, too. With Little Mermaid count with all the talking fish? The Little Mermaid? Yes. I, I don't think I've ever seen the... Oh, yeah, I guess so, yes. Were you about to sit here and tell me that you've never seen the movie? I had to think about it. I had a brain fart. I was like, did I see that movie? And then I remember, yes, I did. That was my mom's favorite movie as a kid. Okay, I was to say, because I feel like at least everyone's seen at least one Little Mermaid once. Lion King, another good one. Oh, Simba. Yeah, yes. Everybody remembers the Lion King. Oh, that's and right. Darth What's Vader her name? Was Mufasa. Oh, yep. Yeah. <laughs> okay, wait. What's, what's, what's her name? Is it Kiera? What was the other lioness name? The one that grew up with Simba. The one that grew up with Simba? Okay, do you remember during the In the Air Tonight? Um, and Simba is on top of her, but not in that way. And she's giving him like Oh the no, most I know what scene you're talking about. Yeah, oh the my most god, I don't want to think about that scene. Seductive eyes ever in a kiss movie. <laughs> Nala. Nala. It was... That's her name. But yes, Nala was giving um Wednesday the Googly eyes, she was giving her him the um heart. She was giving her the boing eyes. The boing wing wing eyes. The boing wing. Mean. The, the beavis and butthead special. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> you know what how they act every time they see a woman. I, I know there. how it went. But I'm trying to figure out a better way to explain it. <laughs> Nala was giving him the please. I guess it's not the Andreas. It's not the Andreas special, so I guess we can. Oh, we can because I can be bleeped out. called the Andreas special way of looking at you. <laughs> well, I am the evil one here, and you're the angel one here. You can keep yourself as wholesome as you want. <laughs> I will probably have to explain it like this. He was just very, she was just very happy to see him. That's the best way I can explain it. <laughs> and so was Simba. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Simba. To be fair, she won more than just the luscious lock of hair that he had. A lot of mane. A lot of mane. That's a lot of man. A lot of mane. A lot of men. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yes, Simba had okay. all that. <laughs> We're way too focused on that one scene. Um, there was um, also... There was also Yofu and his daughter Nala. No, no, no. no oh, that... uh, Kiara, Kiara, that was her name. You remember how... There was that one scene they took out, like the HDR or HD remake or remake of that movie. It was like... The and dust uh, spelt sex out in the sky. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. See, Disney movies got away with a lot more back in the day than they could now. Because G meant PG now. I also enjoyed Who Framed Roger, Rab Roger Rabbit. 
That was Roger Rabbit too. was such an amazing movie for an 80s movie. Because here's the thing is, it was a collection of Looney Tunes and Mickey Mouse. And since then, there has not been a movie like Roger Rabbit. And that movie is complete. What's it called? It's a complete symbol of animation and movie in general. I just can't, I can't think of the correct words. Um, it's a cult classic, that's for sure. It's a hell of a cult classic. Mm. And I, I wish that there would be true. something else like it. Because now these days, like when it becomes like between like um, animation put into a real life aspect, it, it doesn't really work that well. Like you have the like the Pokemon movie, which is fine, but it doesn't show like how. Well, I guess Pokemon is based on like creatures you can use to fight other creatures, and Looney Tunes and Mickey Mouse would be. Two like like completely different cultures of like cartoons put into a real world aspect and dangerous as hell. I feel like because <laughs> what was it? The only thing the only thing you can kill a cartoon with was like that acid. Yes, a certain type of yeah. acid, I believe. They didn't really specify what it is in the acid. We just took it for and what was... it was. That was a PG movie too, and Jessica Rabbit was in that movie. Hmm. Mm. Yes, the you remember her. Yeah, I do remember <laughs> her very, very well. Yes. Yeah, there's a lot of boob for a PG movie. <laughs> there was a lot of there was a lot of um, a lot of melons going on in that one. A lot of ham. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a lot of slides. <laughs> what, what is wrong with you? Everything. We were talking what. about melons, and you would go to ham. Where have you seen ham? I mean, big ass hams, like hawks of hams. I mean, it's the same size. Oh, that's Might not well what be. I thought you were going with this. <laughs> no, not that at all. <laughs> Such an interesting thing to me still, but that movie since then there has not been any like Looney Tunes or Mickey Mouse clash at all in any movie or anything else in existence. So the fact that they're able to get both of those IPs for the same movie is amazing. We haven't touched on video games yet, so let's start off with the Elder Scrolls series. Uh -huh, I would like to talk me. about the Argonians and the Khajiits. The Khajiits were something else. Now, I am mm -hmm. a bigger fan of the Argonians than I am Khajiits. <laughs> and, Go every time, and every time I have played an Argonian, I was always mean to Khajiits, and I would steal their money. No trade for you. Sounds about right. I wish I played more of Elder Scrolls, but honestly... I've only played a little bit of Skyrim because it's been released for 12 years now. Mm -hmm. uh, and they continuously release it. And I've only played a little bit of it. Now, I do want to play the new one whenever it, you know, it comes out. Still glad yeah. because it hasn't actually given it a release date. So people's expectations aren't high. So they're finally learning from a mistake because <laughs> Fallout 76, Fallout was, 76 was a disappointment. Yes. Hell of a disappointment. And I think Big Daddy and Microsoft took like bought them. Like I feel like they waited for them to do something stupid, 
They're like, all right, you're mine now. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest, since then, like, since then, like, Microsoft has been doing better since, you know, they tried to release the Xbox One. That was completely garbage. But for original furry game, I feel like technically would Yoshi count as one? Yoshi, I don't know if he is an anthropomorphic character at times. He's an oddball, that's for sure. Very true. Uh, well, I mean, if we're okay. speaking of first for a game, I would guess say either Sonic or Star Fox. Star. Um, what what about the Wolf Among Us? They had a talking pig, and there was also a werewolf, but that is still a human, but werewolf. Huh. I'm not gonna lie, I never heard of that game. Nope. The Wolf Among Us mm. is one of one of the best um, games for uh, Telltale games. That it was pretty good. Wait, 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 wait! I'm talking about like games back in the '90s. You're talking about a game that came out like in 2010s. Yes. I mean, that's anthropomorphic games. Yes. Okay. Well, speaking of my age, my age was Star Fox and Sonic. <laughs> We're almost my age the same shows. age. <laughs> yes, but if Wolf Among Us got you into it, I got you. But mine was Star Fox and Sonic the Hedgehog, especially when they brought Rouge out. As much as so much boob for an everyone game. <laughs> Her body is like thirty percent boob and then like seventy percent body. Jesus Christ! Yes. What um, is the Japanese thinking of when it comes to games like this? <laughs> They think they know what boys want. Obviously. Obviously. What is that? Hang on a second. I hear a noise. Oh, well. Okay, I'm good. Okay, Sorry. well. See, we have Star Fox, we have Sonic the Hedgehog. I guess for you is Wolf Among Us. Um, what's another good one? There's multiple of these, and I just can't think of them at the moment. Not the only furry game to come out. Was there Looney Tunes? Yeah, there, there was Looney Tunes and Mickey Mouse games. There are a lot of Disney games. What else is there? Yeah, but he is technically more of a monkey. Donkey Kong is definitely more of a like gorilla. He oh, has no anthropomorphic crate like. I feel like he has no anthropomorphic like characteristics on him. He actually acts like a gorilla. Besides him driving about, a go-kart, that's about it. <laughs> what about Bandicoot? That's right. Bandicoot, um, speaking of, yeah, Bandicoot, we have, um... Ratchet and Clank. Um... What are other ones? Conker's Bad Fur Day. Yeah, that's true. The original M-rated furry game. <laughs> <laughs> the best furry rated and furry game. I love that game. Too bad it never made. You know, maybe it's always it. a I good. Only seen walkthroughs. Maybe it's a good thing they never made a second one because the first one is just such a classic. Mm hmm. Yes, I love like every single movie they made fun of. You can definitely tell that game is period correct. They made fun of the Matrix. They made fun of Private Ryan. Saving Private Ryan. They made fun of. Fuck. What was it? I don't know. I just know my two favorite things in that game is the club in the game called Rock Solid and the poop that sings. The poop that sings. Which really had a good yes. voice. I'm not going to lie to you. 
I am the great mighty pool, and I'm going to throw my shit at you. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck they got someone who can sing like... Could technically feel like could sing opera. Actually, that was opera. The fact that I got someone who could sing opera and just make it into a fucking song like that is 100% great. This is why I'm, I miss... Uh, God, was there... Who was it? Who made that game? It was 007, that game. Mm, it was... Not, okay, Goldeneye. That game. Banjo-Kazooie. Rare Rare, that's right. I miss Rare Rare so much. The only memory I have of um, Congress Bath for a day is when you were in that one place where you were doing a job for that cog with the cigar. Oh yeah, that one. <laughs> that, that one. Yeah, no, that I got gotcha. you. Cog was very perverted. I, I mean, that's the main point of that game. My favorite, my other th favorite thing was uh, was it a block? That's right. It was a block talking to you, and there was another block on top of him. Of him. <laughs> I'm trying to think of it. Uh, um, that's, that's all the things I can remember about that game. It was just that cog was just weird. Uh, mine was okay. It was a block. You had to do a. I can't remember what it was. You had to do something to get this block out this other block. And I just remember the saying from him because it made me laugh for like five minutes straight just because of the way he said it. It was like in this deep, muffled voice. Sounds like he could be part of a, I don't know, mafia or he smoked so much cigarettes. But it's just what he, how he said it. He's like, you better get this fat ass bitch off my back pronto. It was just the way he said it. I love it. It was, <laughs> okay, another thing, that rock solid game, like the rock solid club in the game, it also had a banging soundtrack for a game that came out in 2001. It was house music or something they played in it, and they made it themselves, but it sounded so good. I still listen to it every once in a while. The game of, of Bad Congress Per Day, the plot, everything about that game was great, but the plot sucked. <laughs> Not take. I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> but it really I sucked. Like you, but I feel like you don't play that game for the... You do not play that game for the the story you play it because it's hilarious <laughs> yes it was all about the main antagonist who was a king i believe he was a lion squirrel a feline no no the main an antagonist that's a protagonist. oh yeah no he was a lion okay yeah the lion yeah, yeah um the king who wanted to fix this table so he can hold his warm glass of milk and instead of just replacing it with another part he's like no we'll just have a squirrel hold it up for you while you drink your milk that was the plot i feel like the plot of that game was not supposed to be taken seriously and it was great <laughs> that was like i love it so much i've ever heard the game okay the storyline was not meant to be taken seriously and i can definitely respect him for that because that shit was hilarious i do love the fact too of whenever they did the Private Ryan for like the spot, the saving Private Ryan like scene. And oh God, what was it? Who were the enemies in that? It's been such a long time since I played that part. Uh, I haven't played that one, so I don't know anything about it. It's been such a long minute. Another minute. Uh, what's that one? Okay, 
Uh, what else was in that game? There are so many good things, but I haven't played it in such a hot minute. I want to play it again. Never played it. I hear the uh, I know. He's trying to think so hard about it. You have to, if you play the original one on 64, um, everything is uncensored. Except for a few words here and there. On the remaster version, for some reason, shit is censored. Yes. <laughs> uh, before we actually touch on anything other on Anthropomorphic Media, uh, I want to take the time to tell the audience to subscribe to our YouTube channel. If you want to get notified on more videos, click the bell. They will notify you with any other videos that we are coming up with. Also, if you're listening to this on Spotify, you can subscribe there as well or follow. Mm. You can also listen to us on Amazon Music. And we appreciate the support. And with your support, we can continue on with our content and bring in amazing content to you in our podcast. He's got a and hammer. If you don't do it, and if you don't do it, I'm going to turn fiction into an evil boy like me with his hammer. It's not give me a concussion to turn me into an evil boy. Yes, I'm going to give you a concussion. <laughs> yes. Boink. <laughs> <laughs> We haven't even touched on um, Beastars, and I'm pretty sure a lot of people were hoping we would touch on that first, but I thought that was just too easy. So you have Beastars, and you have Rasutko, or, yeah, Rasutko, you have, what other ones have been more recent? Uh, I guess Zootopia. I mean, technically Zootopia, I feel like, is what helped a lot of modern furries get into the fandom. And then you have the new one just came out, Bad Guys. We also didn't touch on the old Robin Hood from the 1970s. Oh yeah, Robin Hood. Definitely a nice looking fox, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, beast stars. Since we haven't um, touched on, um, I wanted to bring up one thing about beast stars that we haven't touched on. Is that out of all the anthropomorphic stuff we talked about, besides Conker's Bad Fair Day, that has been the most adult recently adult content of anthropomorphic characters that we've had. No, which is great, honestly. Like, I wish there would be more, you know, animation studios that would go further with, you know, cute animals or cute anthropomorphic animals than it's in a more mature state than just a, you know, family-friendly state. Because most of them usually are. It's either PG or G. Like, Zootopia is PG, Bad Guys PG. Well, Rasuko technically is in a more of a mature state, just not as mature as Beastars. It seems like the only mature furry shows that come out of is Japan. <laughs> it seems like the only ones that come out of Japan. I it's do so want to weird give a sly hint to the audience. I am making a book somewhat related to it, of what I want to do. But for now, it's just a project. I'm sure it'll be good when it comes out. Is there any American shows like that? I'm not gonna count Brian because I mean he's part of a human he's part of a human like show. But like a full on furry show. Brian from Family Guy. Brian Griffin's the only anthropomorphic thing I know, besides some characters that slide here and there. Yes. <laughs> like the chicken that fights oh. Peter Griffin. Oh, why did I not forgive it? A fucking regular show. Yes, regular show is a good one. They're sort of, of in between the PG-13 era. Yeah, 
But that was a good show, though. Rigby and Mordecai. Yeah, I remember that days. <laughs> that was in high school when that show came out. I missed that show. It I was a really good too. one. Any other? I mean, should we count SpongeBob? <laughs> a fucking anthropomorphic sponge. <laughs> Technically, a sponge is an organism. So is a starfish. So is a squidward. So is so is a squid. So is a crab. So is a, a whale. Technically, all of them are fish. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I guess we could say SpongeBob is anthropomorphic, which they're still and running, which is amazing that they are still running. Look, Jellyfish Jam, which I've been listening to the past few days, it's a shit. <laughs> I love that song. Also, speaking of my one thing, I still remember from any other like every SpongeBob like show slash movie is in the SpongeBob movie. And it's Patrick flying in with a parachute, and there's just a flag between his butt cheeks. That's like the most from thing I remember. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's just what I remember. It was <laughs> it caught me so off guard. I love it. Well, Matt and the bubble, really... the bubble ball. You got any other bubble ball? The bubble ball. The bubble ball. The bubble ball. Yes. The that song. was cool. The song so well. Uh, any other anthropomorphic shows? I'm sure there's a, quite a few that we're not aiming. I mean, I to be fair, Johnny anymore. Bravo. J Johnny Bravo's not anthropomorphic. Oh, wait. But they did bring the in... Dog. That was a very interesting show for kids, but I love it. I loved it, too. It was very dark, but hey, I'm not going to say no to that. I like Super it dark shows go to that level. Also, I didn't realize, but apparently the last episode was... I didn't realize this was the last episode, but apparently the last episode was when Courage finds out what happens to his parents. Oh, that that was... Um, that, that one actually made me cry when I first watched it. I'm not gonna lie. Like, it was so sad. The funniest episode, in my opinion, on <clears> that was when he was trying to save Muriel from being eaten alive by a fox. Oh yeah, that, that one. scary, it's just childish. <laughs> Is that the uh, fox? Oh, it's not that fox. Uh, cat. I remember Cat and his little theme song he has every time he comes into the screen. Oh, the cat was one of the first episodes. Mm -hmm. was it? Yeah, it was the first episode that aired on Courage. They went to a motel and there was no dogs allowed. Oh, that's right. Apparently he was going to feed the spiders, Muriel and Eustace. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that one. I remember that one. That is I will say, my favorite, Courage, yeah. my favorite character in the show, besides Courage, is the computer. Oh, the computer was so sarcastic. I fucking love it. It's like, you twit. <laughs> <laughs> you always would just like be like, oh, you don't know this? You're so stupid. <laughs> It was so... I loved his, like, sassiness that a computer could have. Mm -hmm. uh, I would say the most, most horrifying one, I guess, in technicality, is any time they did 3D special, like, effects in the show. Oh, the CGI. Like, uh, yeah, CGI. I think uh, I know I which one the, you're going with this. Yeah, the return the slob. Our face... The mummy. Yes. To be fair, like, the 3G, like, if... One. It did, and I feel like the CGI in that show, even though it wasn't good, it fit with the theme, which was funny but horror. 
Because most of it was like it. interesting. I do. I also remember the um what was it? I remember the one episode where I think Courage was sleeping and he had like a dream and it was oh, like I was gonna mention that one. Yeah, the baby I one. I mentioned that one. I ain't no baby. <laughs> oh, uh, was it, it was an episode about how he was. It was about perfect. The episode was perfect, and, and he was trying his best to be perfect for whatever reason. I don't remember the full details of the episode, but I do remember him falling asleep because he was staying up so long, and then uh, all of a sudden, just bam! This what looked like to me to be an ugly, mutated. Um, baby thing that looked like a I don't know how to explain it if you want to see the clip um, hope you don't have bad nightmares it's I mean it's not that bad now but it's it's the fact that this show was like the horror show for kids back in the day because of like how many interesting things they put in there my I can't say my favorite one my like favorite like story one was uh, the Vikings Thor the Dead Vikings and the windmill that was at the farm had etchings in them to keep them away and the only way they could stay away is that the windmill kept turning forever and if they didn't they'd come back to life and kill the people who were in that farm do you remember that one <laughs> I remember that one that was not the most disturbing one but the most disturbing one that I know was when this alligator showed up who wanted to throw a show and he turned Hustis and Mario into puppets and then Courage who went completely insane in the episode literally is reenacting how they used to act so he can have his normal life back that's that's disturbing true or the ones where those uh, two-headed sisters made were making quilts and whoever Bright brought into it would make them like turn that person into like a space on their quilt they were making like remember when they were uh, like knitting Mariel into the actual like fabric oh yeah I do yeah to be fair they had some very interesting story behind this oh you know I just realized besides Courage who was that psychic dog that Courage would go see sometimes in that little roadhouse shack I don't remember. For the life of me, I can't remember. I mean, I remember how she looks like. I just can't remember how she, uh, what her name is. There was a sad episode that I do remember, which was... Remember that one that was all wearing white in that white odd mask? It was a cat, I believe. She said dogs are always evil. They took Bunny away from her. And then I realized that was a lesbian relationship as I got older. And these guys were gangsters and they were having her way with her, so to speak. And then that's when I realized that was a very dark episode. Yeah, I don't know how dark the new modern shows can get that are not cheap, like PG or G rated. But yeah, Courage got away with a lot of episodes that were very dark. And that one I forgot. Yeah, that one was dark. Like... The one where he found out about his parents was dark, but like in a sad way. That one was just dark in a very fucking dark way. <laughs> like that was just like Jesus. We've yeah. been talking about a lot about how courage out did everybody in the PG era in terms of bringing adult situations into every episode. 
I mean, it's true because like all the other shows in that time, you had Cow and Chicken, which was um, <laughs> that was funny. I remember the Satan guy from that show. Cat dog. I remember Cat Dog on Nick. Oh yeah, Cat Dog. Um, Roscoe's Modern Life. Roscoe's Modern Life. Which, to be fair, that got a lot, got away with a lot of stuff too, and so did uh, Ren and Stimpy. <laughs> well, I can't really think of any other uh, anthropomorphic media that we can come up with. Johnny Bravo. <laughs> Johnny Bravo is a human. Yeah, but the characters inside the show, like the deer that, you know, asked him out on a date, the cow that's been becoming oh a meme God. lately on TikTok. They're interesting characters on Johnny Bravo, and there's some interesting characters in other shows that we can't get to because there's so many. I mean, Foster's bad. Okay, Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. What are they? Most of the people in there, most of the characters in that show. I don't know um, who most of those characters are, besides the, the bunny. I don't remember his name. <laughs> Mr. Harrison. Mr. Harrison. Yeah, you have him. You have him. You also have... There's so many shows. There's just so many shows that came on Cartoon Networks that have some kind of fur version of furry characters in it. Which is fine. It's great, oh, honestly. Yeah. Uh, the other one is Camp Laszlo. Oh, yeah. Zeep Camp Laszlo. That's not a good one. Um, Brandy and Mr. Whiskers. From yes, Disney. Uh, that was a good one. Man, there are so many anthropomorphic ones I'm pretty sure we missed. Oh, no, no. I'm sure there are. <laughs> There's a, probably a lot that we've missed, but that's, like I said, this could be a multitude of episodes or we can just make it this one. Yeah, that's why I wanted to say what, what we said our piece. And if anybody wants us to do another episode about it, you can say in the comment section below if you want a part two of us talking about anthropomorphic media, let us know and we will continue on. But for right now, we have to end today's episode. And before we do, we want to say <sighs> if you guys want to leave some questions for us, you can either put it down in the comment section or you can go fill it in the Google Drive document that we have set up. Hope this episode was a good one for you. Was it a good one for you as well, Whitlash? This was a yes, good talk, yeah. actually. <laughs> yeah, it made me go back in time to actually think about how I became a furry. To be fair, if most of you don't know, I've been a furry since 2007, when I was 12. Started so, yeah, started young, started very young, to say the least. Now, most people are like usually in like high school or college when they actually become furries. Oh, yeah. Well, we will see you guys in the next episode. Wait. <laughs> you don't know oh. what real fear is. You don't know what real fear is until you have to delete your history on your mom's laptop. Okay. Okay, I think that's a good time to be ending that episode. You just had to add that. Yeah, let's just end it right there. Yes, you just had it in and just had to add it in. Alright guys. <laughs> we, this is the most we will see you. <laughs> we will see you guys next week. So hope you guys have a good night. <laughs> <laughs> Good night. <laughs> and that's a wrap. But you didn't need to say that. <laughs> I did have to say that. <laughs> you know, it you wanted to say it. I wanted to because it's true. You have to understand people who usually were my age, they don't have like their own computers. I have my own computer. I didn't, so guess what I had to do? Go through your mom's laptop. Yes, pink laptop. Those. Yes, uh... can unmute yourself. <laughs>